Each year, my grandmother Inez planted tulips in her flower garden and looked forward to their springtime beauty with childlike anticipation. Under her loving guardianship, they sprang up each April faithfully, and she was never disappointed. But she said the real flowers that decorated her life were her grandchildren. I, for one, was not going to play along. I was sent to stay with my grandmother when I was sixteen years old. My parents lived overseas, and I was a very troubled young woman. Full of false wisdom and anger at them for their inability to cope with or understand me. An unhappy, disrespectful teenager, I was ready to drop out of school. Grandma was a tiny woman, towered over by her own children and their not yet grown offspring, and she possessed a classic, old fashioned prettiness. Her hair was dark and elegantly styled, and her eyes were of the clearest blue. Vibrant and glittering with energy and intensity. She was ruled by an extraordinary loyalty to family, and she loved as profoundly and sincerely as a child. Still, I thought my grandmother would be easier to ignore than my parents. I moved into her humble farmhouse silently, skulking about with my head hung low and eyes downcast like an abused pet. I'd given up on others. Instead, cocooning myself within a hard shell of apathy. I refused to allow another soul admittance to my private world because my greatest fear was that someone would discover my secret vulnerabilities. I was convinced life was a bitter struggle better fought on one's own. I expected nothing from grandmother but to be left alone and planned to accept nothing less. She, however, Did not give up so easily. School began and I attended classes occasionally, spending the rest of my days in my pajamas, staring dully at the television set in my bedroom. Not taking the hint, Grandma burst through my door each morning like an unwelcome ray of sunshine. Good morning, she'd sing, cheerfully raising the blinds from my window. I pulled my blanket over my head and ignored her. When I did stray from my bedroom, I was barraged with a string of well meant questions from her regarding my health, my thoughts, and my views on the world in general. I answered in mumbled monosyllables, but somehow she was not discouraged. In fact, she acted as if my meaningless grunts fascinated her. She listened with as much solemnity and interest as if we were engaged in an intense conversation in which I had just revealed an intimate secret. On those rare occasions when I happened to offer more than a one word response, she would clap her hands together joyously and smile hugely, as if I had presented her with a great gift. At first, I wondered if she just didn't get it. However, though she wasn't an educated woman, I sensed she had the simple, common sense smarts that come from natural intelligence. Married at age thirteen during the Great Depression, She learned what she needed to know about life by raising five children through difficult economic times, cooking in other people's restaurants, and eventually running a restaurant of her own. So I shouldn't have been surprised when she insisted I learn to make bread. I was such a failure at kneading that Grandma would take over that stage of the process. However, she wouldn't allow me to leave the kitchen until the bread was set out to rise. 
was during those times when her attention was focused away from me and I stared at the flower garden outside the window of the kitchen that I first began to talk to her. She listened with such eagerness that I was sometimes embarrassed. Slowly, as I realized my grandmother's interest in me did not wear off with the novelty of my presence, I opened up to her more and more. I began to secretly, yet fervently, look forward to our talks. When the words finally came to me, they would not stop. I began attending school regularly and rushed home each afternoon to find her sitting in her usual chair, smiling and waiting to hear a detailed account of the minutes of my day. One day in my junior year, I hurried through the door to Grandma's side and announced, I was named editor of the high school newspaper.